What's up, everybody? This is Angelo coming at you with episode 204 of Spinning Thoughts. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on all social media at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. It has been a long, long time coming for me to invite this guest onto this show. I've been a fan of this band for a little over a year, maybe. We've featured them before in different capacities, but we've never actually had anybody from the band on this show. So I'm very excited because this band is probably going to become your next favorite. All right, so we are going to dive right in with my very special guest here for episode 204. It's been a long time coming, friends of the show. I am so stoked to welcome Derek Matzinger of Headspace. Derek, what's up, dude? How are you doing, bro? I am so fucking pumped to finally be on the show with you and and not just our music like we actually get to talk and that's so fucking sick to yes me. man thank and, you so much and you beat me to the gate to say fuck i mean i don't that may be the first time uh a, a guest on spinning thoughts has beat me to saying fuck or fucking or something because i'm like usually right <laughs> out the gates so this is gonna be a good one i can already tell hell yeah this is gonna be dope <laughs> so derek at the at the time of this taping headspace is less than two days away from dropping what's going to be the latest single, maybe May. So for those of you listening right now to the Adobe premiere, or if you're listening to this later when it hits all platforms, maybe May is out and can be yours right now. So we take this in advance. You're listening to this whenever you do. This song is out now. Go check it out wherever you check out music. Derek, as you're gearing up for this release, tell me how you're feeling. Like right now, in this moment with me, I'm sure the days and hours leading up to a band dropping new music is full of different thoughts and emotions. Yeah, so it's actually kind of weird. It's it's like it's gone through phases because this song was originally supposed to come out May 16th, and we called it um, May 15th. We we were like, hey, you know what? Pull it. We're not we're not releasing this just yet. Um, we pulled it we sent it off to blake roses again so he did the mix master for it but we actually recorded it here locally with um our producer out here his name is austin parker jones he is fucking amazing the dude is so talented um and he actually did feel something as well and he's done a a couple other songs that haven't been released yet um but yes i mean like we we did that it was supposed to come out in may we were super fucking pumped about that we loved the song and then when we pulled it we pulled it because we wanted to have like that same continuity of sound that blake was providing for us and i was on the phone with him telling him about it and he was like hey just you know shoot it over to me and let me uh let me do the mix master for it and so i talked to austin everything was clear so we did that pulled it um sent it to blake he did his fucking magic which hopefully you guys heard that oh yeah <laughs> so, oh, so yes. excited about that and it's like certain things that he did that like we weren't even thinking about and i'm just like holy shit dude this kid is so fucking talented like he I'm is so i love so Blake. excited dude yeah like it's it's so like i don't know i'm just so honored that we get to work with him and that like you know he wants to continue to work with us because it's i don't know i i really looked up to O weatherly yeah. and um, i love their sound and whatnot. and, and it's, they're it's really done cool. right O weatherly is like on an indefinite hiatus correct 
Yes, unfortunately. It Rest sucks. in peace, Weatherly. I know, I love but you. you know what, dude? Who knows? They they may come back. And, and Blake, I, I, that dude seems to be like going all over the world and traveling, and he's recording with different bands. He seems happy as hell. We've had him on the show at least twice um, as a oh, guest, yeah. if if not maybe even more. Uh, in, in addition to features and and different things, he has got talent that that spans. And, and what's great is you'll see this not so often where you know somebody in a band like actually leaves that that spotlight because a weatherly had been grinding and they mm-hmm. were like really 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 peaking they were really getting to like a point where people knew who they were and then all of a sudden it was like boom gone but hey i think he's going to be doing some big big things and he'll be, probably be able to reach even more people through the varying amounts of artists that he's working with you know absolutely the cool thing about a weatherly too is that like you know, usually when a band like breaks up or, you know, they stop making music together as a group, they, for the most part, they all pretty much stop. But like the cool thing with a Weatherly is that I don't think any of them have. I think all of them have gone on to start like their own solo project or join another band. And those bands are just as fucking great <laughs> as a Weatherly. Absolutely. And I can't and, remember the guitarist's name, but I, when a Weatherly first broke up, I, like I, I, I think it was a guitarist. I feel like he like was posting some. I guess sad, but funny, sad, you know, things about oh, like yeah, Reese. Miss- yeah, Reese. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen him doing it recently, but uh, man, uh, it was, again, bringing a tear to my eye. And also, I was laughing at, at like, you know, him just like missing being in the band and, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, dude, I, I love those dudes to death. And like, truthfully, uh, in regards to Headspace, too, like, they all have had a hand in Headspace. Obviously, Blake did, but then Reese was actually out there when we were recording uh, Moonstruck. And I believe a lesson in letting go, he was out there for from the REP Lonely Ghost. And, uh, you know, Angel, he made our logo. Well, that's something that not a lot of people really oh, know. No me. way. Um, I didn't know that. Their either. other guitarist. Yeah. He, he made our logo. So, wow. <laughs> um, you know, the all weatherly guys. People. Dude, yeah, absolutely. They, they are full of surprises. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, so look, we're talking here about maybe May, right? And, and actually, just very quickly, what was it? Were you trying to play off of the May by dropping it originally in May? Was that ever a thought? <laughs> yeah. So originally, like the way that this song came to be is this is really crazy. I've been in the biggest writer's block since I left Blake's um, back in July. I think it was July. Sounds when like we you got to go back then. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, when we are, we'll, we'll talk about that. We will. That's coming up. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so like I, I was just in like the biggest writer's block of my life and I wasn't able to write anything. And then, you know, I, I've written like two or three songs between that time. And then Thad sent me this guitar, uh, kind of like a riff that he had. Um, and I loved it. I thought it was awesome. So he sent it to me to get some like feedback, sent him back like, hey, let's do this with the structure. He sends it back to me in like 20 minutes. It was a long wow. than that, but like it was, it was pretty quick. <laughs> Sends it back to me, and I hear it, and I'm just like, dude, this is fucking great. And so he's like, yeah, and I had these lines in my head, like maybe, maybe May, baby, baby May, and I was like, okay, I'll, I'll try to work them in. And then I just sat down, wrote the lyrics, literally in 20 minutes, sent it back to him. We were in the studio like that Friday. This was like a Sunday. Um, so I don't know what like the, there was truly no inspiration for this song. It was just the fact that like I, I loved what he sent me. It was so bouncy and like just beachy summery sunny vibes and i just i fucking had to roll with it and i was just like dude this just like all i can picture in my head is like a girl on a beach and a guy and then just like falling in love like i have no better explanation i remember uh i had tom may from the menzingers on for episode 19 this is 204 that we're on now so that was a long long time ago i can't even (laughs) believe that they wanted to be on when i was only on episode 19 but i remember talking to tom may uh specifically 
the Menzingers, for those who are familiar, they they often use them. Um, a Will Away is another band that comes to mind where they maybe not a Will Away as often, but they use um, names either in their lyrics or in their song titles. But they don't necessarily mean like they're not necessarily about a specific person. So is May a specific person or did you have someone in mind? No. So I don't know May. And that's the one that actually came up with the lyric, maybe, maybe May. And he doesn't know a May. And so, like, we don't fucking know who May is, but, like, there's a May out there for everybody. You know what I mean? (laughs) So May is whoever that person is to you. (laughs) I like, you know what? That's the beauty of music is sometimes the ambiguity of it, right? Because then it can apply to anybody, anywhere, no matter what your experiences are or what you feel. Yeah, exactly. Actually, I was watching a movie last night um, with my partner in... I can't remember what they were watching. It was like uh, The Circle. That's what it is in the, um, what is it, Emma Watson from Harry Potter was in there. Wow. And her name in that is May. And I was just like, the whole time I was thinking oh, yeah. about maybe May. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, that, no, and, I wrote it about her. And so obviously <laughs> the, you saw this after you wrote the song, right? Like there was no like yeah, subliminal yeah. like intention. No, there. no, no, no. I just, like I said, I just watched that last night. And it's like, what, the the time of tapings to 29th of oh, June. Yeah, yeah, so gotcha. Yeah, I, I, this was back in like April that we wrote the song. But um in terms of what you were asking about, like the play on words in the date, yeah, we did want to release it specifically in May for that reason. But it was that reason again that we felt like we rushed it and we didn't put it like as much time or effort into it that we wanted to do. So we stopped, we pulled it, we went back. I went back in, I did a couple more uh, reworks on vocals, um, structure stuff, sent it to Blake, and then there we go. <laughs> we, we We basically just needed to take one more day to sit down with it and really like hammer out the rest of the parts. And I'm glad we did. <laughs> and and it sounds like, I mean, obviously you're doing this kind of stuff here. If, if you were doing this in May and then early June, you're doing this during, um, you know, this global pandemic that everybody is being affected yes. by. And, and so kind of on that topic, you know, with these fucking crazy days that we're living in, what is it like to release new music during like COVID-19 uh, we're no we're nowhere near getting out of this thing there's still no vaccine we're, no the cases are still spiking I live uh, in Pittsburgh Allegheny County to be specific and just yesterday again at the time of the, this taping that's Sunday 96 cases in Allegheny County that's a daily high the day before that Saturday was 91 they're closing down all bars again here in Allegheny County in the Pittsburgh area because cases are spiking so dude I mean Obviously, I got my finger on the pulse. I know you do as well of the music industry and community, and it has just been a fucking shitstorm. What is it like to be releasing new music during this time? And were there any concerns about releasing this during this time? So in terms of coronavirus, not a whole lot of concern in that regard, aside from like going to the studio, which we made sure when we went there that we were, you know, we we kept our distance from each other. Um, Austin, our the guy who um, recorded it here in Arizona, he was wiping down the microphone and everything like that. He sanitized before he even let us go in. Nice. Um, so like we made sure in that regard that we were safe when we did this because we didn't do it from the comfort of our own homes. We waited until the quarantine was over and then we stepped foot out to go do this. Um and then, you know, in like you're saying, in regards to dropping this during COVID, I am very excited to put something out because I feel like a lot of people, you know, this has been going on for how long? Four months now. Um, yeah. Feels I feel like, like there are a lot of people. Years, yeah. Like it, it's, it's been a long time. 
Um, and because of that, like, I feel like a lot of people are starting to lose hope and I'm seeing it in our DMs and like a lot of people are kind of reaching out saying like, dude, like there's, there's really just like nothing. I, I feel like nothing. I'm so numb. Yeah. Um, and so like that, that gets me excited to release new music. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on all social media at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. So I always find it intriguing, you know, walking into a studio and laying down vocals. You do vocals and guitar, correct? No longer. No. Okay. Um, so we're. I guess we'll. To. Okay. So I guess we'll find out more here in a little bit when we get <laughs> to that topic. But you know, you're still you're walking in to a studio. You're laying down vocals. Everybody else who does their part is laying down there. Um, you know, whatever they do. When right. you were recording, maybe May, was there any part of the song, whether it was anything that you were like personally recording the vocals, whatever? Was there any part of the song that was like the most challenging or really pushed you guys as a band, whether it was like Blake telling you something to do, or I think you said Austin was also uh, a key yeah. player in this. Was there anything like that, that that came about and maybe made that really pushed you guys as a band? I think, truthfully, this song was just so natural for us. And so the other thing to, to mention about this song, too, is this is actually the, the last song that we did as the original lineup of Headspace. So Zach was on this ah. song. Um, this was po- or sorry pre-Zach departing and also pre-Graham joining. Um, so this was just Zach, Ted, and I. Um, and so I think the hardest part was, um, you know, I didn't sing my my harmonies in this song. This was the very first song that I didn't do my own harmonies. Um, Zach actually did that. And that was hard for me just because I, like, I love singing harmonies, bro. They're so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> but Zach is like, he's so good at singing harmonies and like his high register is just like, it's there. He just gets it. And like, that's, that's one thing that like, when we do start playing shows again, like I'm going to miss that. Yeah. Um, and, but you know, he, he's off doing his own thing. And like, I know that's probably going to come up at some point. So, um, you know, he's, he's doing well. He's, he had to go take care of a few things like in his own mind and whatnot. And we're still there. We still interact with him. I know, uh, I think Ted talks to him quite a bit. Um, and he and I were just texting earlier this week, actually, just kind of catching back up, um, seeing how he's doing, seeing how I'm doing, stuff like that. Keeping him in the loop for the maybe May and everything too. Yeah. So he's really excited and he's out there, you know, promoting that this is his last song he ever did with us. Um, but yeah, we love Zach. <laughs> it, it's cool as hell to have that kind of support. You know, I, I've been in, I play in bands I, right now. That's been, you know, pretty dry for the last year or so, but I've been in and out of bands with different members. And honestly, it's always been quite um, just colloquial you know very just kind and friendly when anybody would come and go and just the support it actually just builds the network right because then yeah they go off in other bands and then that fan base can can kind of intersect with this and then who when touring comes back and it will you know at some point it will sh- shows will come back we will get back to some sort of normalcy it's always nice to have a network of people that you can trust uh because going on the road is expensive and it can be scary at times you know like when whether it's just your safety or are you going to make it to the next you know stop whether it's vehicle 
issues or gas or money or whatever it is. So it's always good to have right. um, a network of friends. So, Derek, uh, we've been talking a lot here about Maybe May. This is going to be the brand new single from Headspace. And actually, I want to just give a shout out to the Adobe Radio family because, uh, Derek, they are premiering. The, Adobe is premiering the song. Again, it's already out now at the time that everybody's listening to this. But Adobe is giving a early listen, correct? They are, dude. And I, I have to put so much gratitude towards you because you actually helped out a lot with that. Oh, I, I definitely appreciate the fuck out of you. Hey, listen, um, that literally, as I was telling you in our chat and stuff like th- this thing that I do with spinning thoughts, I'm, I mean, I make nothing, no money from this. I don't ever, I've ne- that was never the intention. That was never the goal. And it, it is not the goal. I have a day job that I love. Uh, this is just something music is in my fucking blood. I know you get that Derek. And I know absolutely uh, everybody listening probably gets it the same. So, Shit, dude, I just want to see you guys be like the next My Chem or something. You and First and Forever. If you guys can go and be those uh, those emo like uh, stalwarts, then why the fuck not, right? Dude, absolutely. So funny thing about First and Forever, too, is that like Alex just moved back to Scottsdale. Um, he originally was living out in like Chicago, I believe, uh, working out there for like five years. And then he moved back here so that First and Forever could actually like get out there, start playing shows and, yeah. you know, go on tours, stuff like that. And so um, he called me, I think the day he moved back or the day after he moved back. And we just literally, like I was at work, I put everything on hold and I just talked to him for like two, two and a half hours, something Damn. like that. And we just like, we caught up because we played a show together um, at a place out here called the Marquee Theater yeah. with, with confidence. And like, I hadn't talked to him since December. And so he called me and we just caught up and we talked about potentially touring but obviously there are a lot of things that have to go into effect for that to actually take place (laughs) we have premiere episodes every thursday at midnight eastern on adobe radio those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following monday we're on all social media at spin thoughts and our website is thespinningthoughts.com Right now, I am more than stoked to play for you the brand new single, Maybe May, from Headspace.
So you just finished listening to Maybe May, the brand new single from Headspace. It released July the 1st. If I'm wrong, Derek, tell me. And Adobe uh, just gave the early listen. So again, shout out to the Adobe family. Derek, does the band have any intentions to create a music video for this track? If not, what other ways will you all push this out for more people to find and fall in love with? Because I asked the question about the music video. You've done some in the past, and I've enjoyed them. So what's the goal or plan with Maybe May? So we do have a lyric video that we have been so fucking lucky to be able to work. And Cameron, I'm so sorry if I say your last name wrong. <laughs> Cameron Gile from, um, well, he's not from, uh, yeah, he's from a band. But uh, uh, I'm so sorry, Cam. I don't remember your band's name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, but he he works with Dawskin. He's like their their touring photographer, their, their nice. merch person. And like, he, he's so fucking sweet. Um, my uh, my partner, uh, their name is Lane. And that's Sydney from Dawskin's best friend. And we all went to Waffle House one day. And like Cam was there. And like, I met him. And I was just like, dude, I love this guy. He's so fucking sweet. And so <laughs> ever since then, like, I've just wanted to be his friend. And so I hit him up on Twitter and asked him like, hey, dude, you want to do the artwork for Maybe May? And so he made the artwork for Maybe May. And then two weeks later, I was like, hey, do you want to do a lyric video for this video or for this song too? And he's like, I've never done one, but like, fuck it. And so he did a lyric video and he fucking killed it, dude. Like, it is so good. So (laughs) how does a band actually approach the creative element of a lyric video? Because I, I think the idea of lyric videos are brilliant, right? Because one would have to assume, again, correct me if I'm wrong. I've never done one myself in a band. A, a lyric video probably like monetarily, time-wise, commitment-wise is probably easier to approach than a full-on production of a music video. That doesn't mean that there's less value or engagement with them. Sometimes I actually prefer a lyric video over a music video. So how how does a band, or maybe you can obviously just speak for yourself, how does Headspace or whatever approach a lyric video because it seems like you're giving a lot of creative uh, sovereignty to the individual who's making the video yeah absolutely and so this is actually our first lyric video that we've ever done well excuse me yeah yeah and so like we'd always toyed with the idea when we did lonely ghost we were like every song gets a visual but we couldn't afford that at the time now i know that i've only mentioned three members but we have four members and It, it, it's it's not out in the open yet, but I promise there's uh there's some new heat coming okay, soon. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like now that we have four people, we can split the cost for this, and it's it's so much easier on all of us and our pockets and everything. And so we're able to now provide visuals for every single song we're gonna put out. And like, it's not a promise, but it, it's a goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I love music videos. The the guy that we're not talking about yet because he's he's a mystery, the mystery man. <laughs> He uh, he loves visuals and like he and I like that's that's the thing that him and I click together with so well is that we just we sit there and we're just like, dude, we love music videos like this happened when we did this with our band and this happened, blah, blah, blah. And we just go off on a tangent with each other. But maybe May, um, I know you asked earlier about like if we were going to do a music video that had an idea um, for a really fucking cool music video. And then <laughs> I listened to him. I let him talk. He, he gave me like a 10 minute spiel about this idea. And Graham was there and our, our other person was there and they were all like vibing with it super hard. And I was like, I love it, but we already have a lyric video. And <laughs> he was like, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> but I told him no worries because technically the, the, the music video idea that he had has nothing to do with the song itself. And I was like, because it has nothing to do with the song, 
we're just going to use this for a different song like the not the next single because the next single is not something that deserves that music video it's something different <laughs> um and then you know whatever the next thing we do um we're going to use this music video idea because it's fucking brilliant dude like it's such a good idea it's Man. so much fun it's so tacky it's so headspace <laughs> i the the teasing here is like getting me so i can't even believe what <laughs> what it's doing to the listeners and to the fans of headspace i can't wait and i would expect that i get maybe an early look or view or something of oh, this shit my you, friend you know it bro <laughs> You you get the homie hookup. I'm gonna send that shit to you like as soon as I get it, and it's the final cut. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about. This is literally the only reason why I do spinning thoughts is to get that early kind of buzz. I Dude, love it. It's 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 so like warming to be able to, to like just have someone shoot you something early. Yeah, uh, we were talking is. off air about like the, the the certain people that we've gotten some early looks into, and it's like. It's incredible. <laughs> it is. It, it, it gives you like the inspiration to keep doing whatever you're doing creatively, right? Because not everybody's creative endeavors are the same. You don't even have to be like in a band. Like you could be an artist, photographer, a writer, whatever it is. Just being able to see the creative process early before the masses get to and just there's something organic about that that at least for me, it brings an immense, an immense amount of inspiration. Absolutely. I, I 100% agree to that. So as we've kind of already talked about, Derek, being in a band during a, a global pandemic has basically changed everything. So bands need to find new creative ways to engage their fans and to find new ones. I saw that Headspace just recently was pushing uh, some new ideas on social media, specifically something with like meeting up with fans via Zoom. Yeah, uh, dude. Talk to me about that. What what is that idea consist of and what other things uh, is the band doing or wants to do to be creative in these very challenging times? So um, with the Zoom calls, is like this just kind of started because I didn't even know what Zoom was until coronavirus. <laughs> I know, me too. I don't think anybody did. <laughs> um, me too. But yeah, so so like you know this this Zoom application came out of nowhere, and instead of you know FaceTiming, we were never really comfortable FaceTiming just because that that's crossing a line that we don't want to cross like we don't want our personal information out there right. which would be our phone numbers right um so like in order to keep that cell like private zoom came out of nowhere and we're like dude this is such a good idea and so back when you know zach was still with us we were doing like this zoom call thing on my twitch channel every friday um but it was just like us like the boys and and then we started like thinking hey like let's do this with the fans and so we play Jackbox games with the fans. We've done it like two times Did now. Did you? Which is, oh, dude, that's fun. It, it was so much fun, dude. And like we have some inside jokes that come from like those Zoom calls and stuff. I think we only had like two people the first time and like three people the second time. Um, but the way that we do it is like we just we want to make it fun for everybody. Um, and so what we do is like we put out a tweet and it's usually like, hey, like in the one that you're specifically um, talking about is about like YouTube because we do yes. have maybe May lyric video coming out. And so, like, I'm trying to strategically think of, like, a fun way to incorporate promotion for Maybe May at the same time as including the fans and, in, like, something that we love, which is the fans, and, yeah. and making it so that there is a, a, an easier avenue for them to see that other than just our tweet. And so I was like, hey, you know what? Send us a screenshot that you're subscribed to us on YouTube, and we're going to do um, a Zoom call. And actually, I'm going to be announcing as soon as we're done with this, I'm going to go live on like Instagram Oh, nice! and um, announce the winners for that. And we're going to pick three, I believe, is what we agreed on. And tomorrow, which is the 30th, the day that Adobe is premiering the song, yep. and a day before this airs, I believe, correct? Yes, that is correct. Um, we're actually going to sit down, all four of us, 
the, the, the mystery man plus Graham, <laughs> Thad, and I, we're going to sit down and we're actually going to do a Zoom call with everybody. Um, and we're not sure if we're going to do like a Jackbox or if we're just going to do a Q&A with the, the, the two new members. Um, Dude. But it's just something cool because like we were talking again off air, like our fans are everything to us. And, and even these guys that just joined, they both have said multiple times that they were huge fans of Headspace before they even joined. Yeah. Um, and that was just so shocking to me because like their level of like talent and how fucking creative they are. I was just like, what? Like you guys looked up to us. Like, yeah. <laughs> why? Yeah. It's because you're um, modest, Derek. And that's why people like Headspace and you is because you, you're not full of yourself and, and you're humble. Thank you for that, dude. That, 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 that means so much to me. Like the biggest thing for me is that I just want to be what I've always wanted my favorite bands to be. So I'm not trying yeah. to like, I'm not purposely trying to be authentic, and I know that may sound bad, but I'm not trying for anything. I'm just being me. Well, if and you're trying to be authentic, that comes through, and and then exactly. you're not authentic anymore, right? So, and that's the beauty of social media. People will see through that, and there's um all there is to see with Headspace is a group of friends that are creating music to create a community of people that can be. Uh, and I don't mean to speak for you guys. It's just my impression as a fan of the band, and I am a fan of Headspace, or else I wouldn't be talking to you. It, it, it's a <laughs> it's a place to feel safe, and I know that that safe space kind of gets thrown around a lot in the pop punk community, but it's true. Headspace embraces that, um, and and I encourage everybody to embrace Headspace. Now, Derek, we have been dancing around this topic, so I want to give you a chance here to kind of. I even need to be brought up to speed on this. Uh, <laughs> Headspace has experienced some member changes recently. What is going on there? There's a mystery person that I guess we can't talk about, but what what is going on? So, you know, I'm really excited to talk about this, too, because this is like this is something that so many people there's been mixed opinions on this. Like I've gotten a little bit of, you know, hate towards what we did. And like we've gotten a lot of praise. We've had a lot of our friends in like the bigger bands that are like laughing about some of the ways we've gone about it. Um, and, you know, the one thing is that I think a lot of people were under the impression that Zach was going to come back. Um, but Zach is, is not at this time going to be making his way back to headspace. Um, just because again, like if I think we've talked about it on the podcast, not off air. I think. <laughs> it's hard to keep track now. <laughs> I, it, it, it really is. So, um, you know, Zach, he, he took his own, um, his own way out because he needed to focus on himself and there's never anything wrong with that. If you guys no, ever like, are in a project or you're in a job even, or just something, something where it doesn't feel right. Or like, you don't feel like yourself because of a specific like thing, maybe just step away for a little bit. And dare that's what I, dare I say that you have to be in the right headspace. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and Is so, that too cliche, Derek? Fuck. It's the whiskey you know talking. We, we hear it all the time and I, <laughs> it never gets old. I love it. I, I will dance around like trying to find a different way to say headspace. And I'm like, yeah, you have mindset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same. Oh, it but, would be a little bit more epic, I guess, if you said it like kind of just uh, organically in a sentence, right? Right. Yeah. And truthfully, I'd never even used that word in a sentence before I started the band. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, and that, that's that's the thing with Zach is that, you know, continue to continue to give him all your love and support like you guys always have. Um, you know, he's he's going through something right now, and I'm sure he would love to see that you guys still are there for him. And you still support him and you love him uh, the same way we do. And so with the sad things out of the way, <laughs> yeah. we can talk about, you know, the more happy things. And that's that, you know, since he left, it was just then Ted and I. And Ted had been asking me for a very long time, like a year, <laughs> if he could get off drums. And he's like, dude, I, I don't want to play drums anymore. Like, I don't know. Like, I love drums, but it's just, that's not what I want. 
Um, I want to play guitar. How can I get off basically? And so among all the conversations we had, we came to the agreement that if he finds somebody who was equally as good or better than him, <laughs> he could get off drums and move to guitar. Challenge seems to have been accepted. Absolutely. <laughs> so he was talking to one of our very, very, very good friends, obviously very good friends, <laughs> um, Graham McRoberts. He is uh, this incredible SJC endorsed drummer from oh, wow. Scotland. Not oh. And it is insane, dude. <laughs> he, he was playing with a band called Victories Tonight, and they are kind of in a weird place right now. Um, where they're not broken up at all, but they're also not like working on anything at the moment. And so Ted and Graham were talking and he kind of told me about it. And I was like, dude, scoop them. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. he, uh, he asked the question and Graham was like, I would love that. Like, I've been a big fan of you guys since day one. And you know, that, that would mean so much to me if I was able to play. So he came through, we did like our little trial practice with him. And, um, obviously it wasn't perfect. There were things that were a little off but like that, that was across the board because we hadn't played in so long um you know ted was on guitar at this point i was still singing but it was like weird things were just different yeah. and so um we loved everything we, we played distance and the way that graham plays distance is not to record but it, it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> because it is so fucking good like and i say that in truly the most positive way like the way he started playing that i was looking at him and i was like oh damn yeah you, you know what it? i think that that's actually better like if a, if a new member is going to join a band i think that there's definitely some people that would be of the school of thought that this new member should try to replicate what was done by the previous member to, to be honest with you if i had an opinion in this and i do i'm going to say it i think that the the new artist should have some freedom you know they're a human being they're an individual they're a creative individual let them fucking take what somebody else did and make it their own and because they're exactly. part of the mold now you know exactly and like you know you never know where this field that they're going to do is going to actually be like holy shit why didn't i think of that right. you know what i mean and like it, and it's it's so true the things that he's doing specifically in distance and like i hope i'm not overhyping this for when people do see us like play distance <laughs> live but like that song specifically is so much more fun with Graham behind the drums. And it's not that, like, when Ted played it, it's not that it wasn't fun, because that still was, like, my second favorite song to play live. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's this whole new vibe, and everything just feels right. And so we got Graham from a band called Victory Tonight. Um, I love those dudes. They are my number one favorite band out here in Arizona. And, like, I was so excited. We actually got to play the Marquee show, at, uh, or I'm sorry, at Mar the Marquee with First and Forever and with Confidence with Victory Tonight. And, like... That was a dream lineup, dude. It was so, so much fun. And, and you're reading um, my mind because that is literally my next question is to talk about that show. Is that yeah. the last live show that Headspace played before? It may have been like months or weeks before because obviously, you know, bands don't just consistently, all, some do, but like, you know, don't just like <laughs> live on the road year round. Was that the last live show you guys played? That was not. That was our last show of 2019. Um, our favorite show, like by far, like the biggest crowd and like, I remember I wear obviously the in-ear monitors on stage. And yeah. so I took my headphone out when we were playing the fall and it's just like the overwhelming amount of voices that were singing that, that song back to us, which is like, it's closing in on 500,000 streams, which is fucking wow. crazy to me. Wow. But like the people out there just singing the words of, of a headspace song, it was like ridiculously overwhelming, like joy. And just like, I, I got teary eyed and I know Thad when he was singing um, Alexa Graves parts, he got teary eyed, excuse me. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like we played that, that was our last 2019 show. 
we played one show in 2020 at a place called the Lunchbox. It is this very small venue in Phoenix. It's like 155 cap. And wow, <laughs> we played. It was it was kind of a weird lineup for us to be on. It was kind of like a, a hardcore show, and, and then it had Headspace <laughs> with like our our Moonstruck and feel something. You guys didn't and, drop like, it down bubbly. in the D and like you know drop D tuning and start to like bring the fury. No. Dude, not at all. <laughs> we were like, uh, I don't know. It was just a very weird lineup for us to be on, but we were so excited. That that show ended up selling out. Um, we got to play with um, Takers, Leavers, and I'm trying to think of the other bands, like Awake, um, some bands from like SoCal, and like that was really cool. And, you know, we, we'd never heard of some of these bands before, and we were able to play with them and experience a different genre, which I'm not going to say we didn't love it because we fucking loved it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was our last show, and that was back in February. Um, and then, obviously, coronavirus started. We were supposed to play a show in April with Divided Minds. Um, trying to think of who else was on that lineup. I know Divided Minds for sure. It might have been Love Like Fiction. I know that Ooh. we have been trying to plan some shows with them. I like love We them. have three shows we're trying to line up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love those people. Those people are, like, some of the greatest, again, most genuine. And, it's like, I hope I'm not sound like i think everybody's genuine but i just think everybody in phoenix so far that i've interacted with like these bands in the pop punk scene out here are so genuine and they're so pure and so kind right now the music community specifically pop punk and you know people use pop punk as like a very blanket genre term nowadays right that right but look you you know i'm sure as much as i do that Right now, we could use a lot of like good people and uplifting stories in the community because they're like we have kind of just very, very briefly alluded to. There's some shitty people that have been given platforms and are in bands that maybe shouldn't have, right? And exactly, I uh, agree. So, it, it, I would encourage people to shout out the good people and the the quality people out there even if it sounds redundant or just a cliche i think that right now in the especially these trying times with covid and uh, the racial injustices that are being experienced uh, around the country and around the world i think that like hearing more good is, is better absolutely dude and i think the important thing that we talked about off air that we can talk about here is that like the fact that you and i both same thing. We don't fucking interact with people who are pieces of shit. Right. So so if you see the name pop up on Spinning Thoughts and like they're the featured guest or like you see us interacting in a positive way with somebody on Twitter or Instagram or we're playing a show with so and so like we wouldn't be doing that if they weren't good people. Absolutely. And look, you know, from what we can research, by the way, exactly. There's and that, only and so that's, much. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. Look, you know, Derek and I were talking off the air about how I try my best here at Spinning Thoughts to, to I guess, quote unquote, vet the, the people that we support. But I think that outlets should be doing that. Like that shouldn't be like something to stray from or be afraid to say, like, I am going to look into, you No, fucking look into people, because yeah. if you're going to support somebody and, and and tell other people, essentially spend your hard earned money on supporting this band. Right. They better be fucking good people. Right. And I want to know that. And hey, listen, I'll say this to the listeners of Spinning Thoughts. If you think that there's a band or somebody that I support that you have concerns about, let me know. We're on all social media at Spin Thoughts. The DMs and all that kind of stuff are always open. Um, Headspace is great with their fans. And I would hope that, that people think that Spinning Thoughts is the same way. So always here to talk. Bring anything to our attention so that we can help rid the community of the bad and bring in more of the good absolutely what a good fucking 
good good thing to say. It's the whiskey I talking, that. Derek. I mean, I, it's becoming, <laughs> it's becoming a trend. Um, the Turkey Hill, right? That's what it is. <laughs> uh, wild Turkey, Wild Turkey, Wild Turkey, what's, Wild what's Turkey, turkey One Hundred and One. <laughs> Are you it's drinking the whiskey? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm drinking Sheets coffee. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Derek, uh, we are unfortunately, I can't believe it. We're heading to the back end here of episode right. 204. I think we're going to have to do this again and bring you back on because oh, absolutely. we could just keep on talking and talking. But uh, there is one last topic that I do want to bring up. I think we're going to miss one or two that I wanted to talk about, but fuck it. We'll do it some that's other okay. time. Yeah. I am really curious because. When we were talking to, to line up this interview, you mentioned to me that you're in another project right now. And I, I didn't I, am. I didn't know you were. And I've, uh, I, I'm ashamed to say I've never even heard of this project yet. Um, so what is, what's that all? What is this other project? So this is in like the very, very early stages. Um, that's, what, that's more than likely why you haven't heard about okay. it. Thank like, you for getting um, me off the hook. <laughs> No, absolutely. Like we, we don't have anything that's out yet. I think we, we've only been really working on like one specific song. And I think that we're kind of backtracking on that again. Um, but Thad and I are in another band called Burn Party. And that is with my partner, Lane, and then also Sydney from Dollskin. Um, she plays guitar. And how about Dollskin? I mean, you've mentioned Dollskin Dude, a yeah. few times. I mean, <laughs> my fucking God, Dollskin. I think I saw them on the final run of Warp Tour in 2018 and was blown away. Love, dude. Love them. I, I love her all. It's so fucking fun to be around. Like it, it's just, it's never a dull moment. Like truly, a if bunch you're bored of them, there's something wrong with they you. Are. A bunch of <laughs> yes. badasses. Exactly, exactly. And so, um, you know, like I said, it's got Lane on vocals, Sydney on guitar. I play bass, which is very Ooh. interesting. <laughs> um, and then that, since he's no longer playing drums for me, he is playing drums for Lane and Burton Party. So. We've got kind of the best of both worlds. He he's he's not giving up either one. He still gets to play guitar. He still gets to do the drumming. And you know, Ted just got endorsed by SJC. It's insane. And he never got to play a Headspace show on the SJC <laughs> kit, and now he finally gets to. Except for it won't be Headspace. It will be a burn party. So more to come with that because we don't really know um, timeline for when things are gonna start picking up on that. But we're definitely working away at it as we can. Um, We've got some things still lined up for Headspace recording and whatnot. And so um, kind of after we get done with the recording, I know Thad and I both plan to kind of dive head on into that once we know Headspace is in a good place where maybe like even Graham or <laughs> Mystery Man can take over uh, <laughs> while we take a little break to go work on some other stuff. Now, um, very briefly, because you mentioned it, and I just want to make sure that the fans get an opportunity here to to, to, to hear what is Basically, what is the plan for Headspace? That I know you got the side project, and and I'm curious to find out more. And listen, Derek, you know, hit me up whenever things start rolling with that. Let's um Absolutely. maybe have a conversation about that and bring other people on the show to talk about it as well who are affiliated. But for Headspace, briefly, what's the what's the what's on the docket? What for the back end of 2020? I know that there's again a lot of shit that has to be uh, considered. <laughs> uh, you know, there's still a, a global pandemic, but what is ultimately the goal here for the band for the rest of the year so kind of where we're at right now we were supposed to literally tomorrow after work we were all going to get up and take off to blake's 
we were supposed to go out there and record a reimagined EP. The only reason I'm okay with saying that is because we're no longer doing that. <laughs> wow, that um, makes me feel great. The only reason I'm okay with saying this on Spinning Thoughts is because we're not fucking doing it. <laughs> exactly. I like pe- I like people being on the edge on the edge of the seat. Like always, like, dude, what the fuck is that space? Doing? Um, we are still going to Blake's, maybe. So so I'll brief because I know I'm long winded, um, and I go on tangents, but. So the plan in February sips the coffee, married, the sheets coffee, <laughs> dude, it's, it's hitting, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, back in February, Thad and I were like, dude, let's do a reimagine. This was before coronavirus kind of shut down the world. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, let's do a reimagined of lonely ghost. Like, that'd be so fun. We do like distance with a rapper on it. And like, again, I'm okay with saying this stuff because it's not happening <laughs> again. Not, um, not wound hurts, man. Eyes, a country version of moonstruck. And like, you know, again, the stuff it, I, I wish it would have been so much fun. And like the thing with us is that we're not restricted. We don't give a fuck. Like, that's why, again, I said we were going to do a country version of Moonstruck, and I, I truly mean that. Like, we were going to do that and submit it on Spotify to country playlists. Oh, my just God. Just because it'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, why it not? It would. So, um, and, and what what a better way to show people that we truly don't give a shit. Like, we're in this for the fun and, like, right. for, you know, being able to be there for other people. Um, and, that, and that's all we want to be. We want to be an outlet for people. And so um, we were going to do that. And it just kept getting pushed back because uh, little known fact, Thad and I are um, active duty military. Oh, um, my God. It's not something we share so much because it's, it's, we, we kind of want to keep that part on the download. But I'm OK with that. Because well, you just Angela's dropped it on spinning thoughts. And I want to thank you for your service, you and Thad. Dude, Seriously, I, I really mean that. Oh, thank you. I, I, I really appreciate it. That's actually why we're out here in Arizona. We got stationed here. So Wow. Um, I would have never fucking picked this place. Jesus. <laughs> wow, man. That's, that's crazy. I'm learning so much. And I think everybody else right? listening is too. Again, thank you. Yeah, I, really, yeah, exactly. I really respect that. Dude. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I mean like that's, that's one big thing. And so with coronavirus, we're restricted to obviously the laws that everybody else has, but then we have another set of laws that we have to follow. <laughs> so my God, I we're not you allowed dropped, to leave at you all. You dropped that on me, and now I'm sitting here thinking, like, I have, like, 50 questions now that, that like, I, I'm not going right? to be able to get to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. we got to do a part two. Maybe I can have Thad come on and talk to you instead of me. Well, um, and you can uh, pick his mind. Well, you know, I'd like to have you back on, too. Why, why, how about you oh, and absolutely. Thad? Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> he's, he's up here. He lives in Tucson, which is about two hours south. Um, but he's up here every weekend, so anytime, man. Anytime I up. hear Tucson, I think of um, what's that show? The End of the World, or you know, do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe. And so the only show I'm thinking about that has Tucson in it is Slobby's like World or something. It's like this guy that he's got like this '90s and '80s pawn shop, and he's just like this decked out dude. It is not. Um, they, I can tell you right now, it's not whatever you're talking about. <laughs> It's so much fun though. Like I just love that show. <laughs> the listeners will tell me, I'm sure, at Spin Thoughts on social media. You know what I'm talking about. It's it's, it's it, there's something that where this guy is at the end of the world. It's an impo- it's comedy, but he lives. He's, he feels like he's the only guy who's alive in the world after an apocalyptic event, which is kind of you know tr- trendy or relative right now because we're in a global yeah, pandemic. Right. But he was in Tucson, Arizona, and that's. Why oh, I thought of it. So listeners, Is it that, that show like end of the fucking world or whatever. Yeah, that's I think it's something like that. I don't know, but Tucson. I've seen it advertised. There we go. <laughs> there we go. So Derek, look, uh, there, there's a lot of things. It seems like uh, that is in the pipeline for Headspace, even considering the restrictions and uh, just the craziness of the world. But um, 
we are going to do a part two. We have to do a part two of. Um, There's just so much. There's so much to cover. We've been we've been really pushing. We, yeah. Uh, one more thing I'll drop before we end this is Please. that I sold my fucking car. Yes, you van. did. You did. What the hell is <laughs> that all about? It's called commitment, we, but seriously. Dude, absolutely. Everybody I've told about like the things that I've been buying for Headspace, I have dropped literally like with the car excluded, I've dropped like five grand of two weeks for this band because like this lineup that we have, Mystery Man, Graham, Thad and I, like <laughs> <laughs> it's just this feels so fucking right. And I've been doing Headspace personally since 2016. Is I don't claim that as like my birth year for Headspace because <laughs> it didn't really start it until Thad and I went full on in 2018. Yeah. So I've had a lot of people in this. I've had upwards of you know, 50. I don't truly know the, the exact number, but I've had a lot of guys in here. Um, and so, you know, this this group that we have right now, this is the one that we're going to tour with. This is the one that we're going to take it to the next level. This is the one where like, you know, we're we're gonna be so interactive with everybody that people are gonna know who Mystery Man is, and like they're gonna talk to him <laughs> on a daily basis. And same thing with Graham, and it's it's gonna be fucking perfect. Like everything is exactly how I've always wanted it. And Thad and I, like, we just hop on the phone like every night. And we just talk about like how this feels so fucking right for the first time ever. <laughs> hey, look, you know, I I deal with a lot of bands. This is episode two hundred and four, so I've obviously I've talked to a lot of <laughs> bands as well, and I've got to say. That I know for a fact, uh, at least in my heart. So I guess that's not a fact, but I know in my heart that <laughs> that Headspace is that you guys create great music. You're amazing to your fans, as we've talked about, and l- literally the best, the best is yet to come for this band. COVID or not, I am fucking stoked to see what Headspace does here in the very near future. Derek, before I let you go, I always like to give uh, the guest the final word. So is there anything else that you would like to add or say to the uh, the listeners of Spinning Thoughts and to the fans of Headspace? Yes. And so the, the biggest thing is that, you know, you guys know this, and I, I hope you know this. We love you. Spinning Thoughts, they love you. Love you. Everything. We, we, we care so so deeply about how you're doing and if you're not okay there's a lot of things going on in the world right now that could potentially be making it so that you're not okay our dms are open my personal dms are open i'm i'm sure i actually we've already heard spinning thoughts they're always open so never never hesitate to reach out to any of us no matter who it is reach out it is so important that you're here with us and um (laughs) i think that's all i can say before i get a little bit choked up. I just, I really care about the fact that you guys are safe and that you're secure and that you're happy. Those are the biggest things right now, especially with the fact that a lot of things are shut down. There's not a whole lot we can do. Um, kind of seems like everybody's at each other's throats for good reason, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Um, but it, it's so important to stay positive. And if you're struggling to find positivity in this time, um, please reach out to me. I can do my best to try to uh, cheer you up and maybe we can hop on a zoom call like we we had mentioned <laughs> absolutely everybody maybe may the latest single from headspace it is a banger i got the pleasure of listening to it early thank you derek it is available everywhere at the time of you listening to this on the adobe premiere or on all platforms maybe may is available from headspace now go check it out derek Thank you so, so much for being my guest here for episode 204 of Spinning Thoughts. 
Thank you. Thank you so much, sir. We love you. <laughs> and we love you. Once again, I would like to thank my very special guest, Derek Matzinger of Headspace, for being here for episode 204 of Spinning Thoughts. Their brand new single, Maybe May. You heard it here. Adobe gave it the first listen, and now it is out everywhere for you to enjoy. Go and support our friends in Headspace. Make sure you follow us on all social media at Spin Thoughts. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. And you can get all kinds of free music content on our website, thespinningthoughts.com. We'll be back again, same time, same place. Until then, make sure you share music, spread love. Spread thoughts, hey.